0: Hey, Cameron. Yes. You know that thing that's a thing?
1: Oh, uh, John Carpenter's The Thing. Yeah. Sure. What about it? Uh, I'm trying to spin it
0: into a way to to start the theme song, but I couldn't think of a clever one, so fuck it, theme song.
1: (laughs) 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 Fuck it. I've got a bear named Teddy Changed it to Freddy And he's gonna get revenge Got a Freddy Teddy Get revenge Got the claws and the smashy He'll come to you in your dreams When you get sexy He'll make you creams your pants And when you creams You'll change your pants Unless it's really sticky When it's sticky You put it on the hamper Try to wash it out But it's got revenge And it's real things so you'll never be able to get your dick out, or oh, your vagina, whichever you got. You're gonna get it going. Revenge is how it goes, and he'll come from the inside and get you out. And that movie's really homoerotic, but a <laughs> <laughs> hello
0: Wait, was- and welcome to the catastrophe section. My name is Aaron, and with me as always is Cameron. This is a podcast about bad movies, and it's called the Catastrophe Section. What you heard me because you have ears, and this is a podcast, and we've recorded our voices and sent it through the tubes of internet, the magical web of fuck porn, mostly. <laughs> that you get the listen for to be of the this, you you poop men and women, I suppose, and whatever you want to poop people, you you poo people, and I'm losing track of shit. That makes sense because I was talking about poop before. <laughs>
1: Do, anyway. <laughs> Do you need to start over? No. it's This is great. Okay. This is perfect. <laughs> that whole sounded like a sad clown trying to make like a, look, it's a dog at a birthday party. And then it just like slowly deflated. Yeah. and this, And the sense of internal dread in the clown of not being able to be like a tourist like a, a tour yeah. guide or a bellhop yeah just, no that's you what know. i
0: want this that's one i that's what i want the feel of the show to be so we're good <laughs> <laughs> deflated hopes and dreams yeah that's what i want this show to be for people just hopes and dreams just sadly whittled away by time
1: <laughs> i mean i feel like a lot of the movies that we reviewed have a. Uh, symbolize that for a lot of people. Yeah, and just our inability to watch good things, apparently.
0: I mean, I can watch good things. It's just
1: not yeah, but it's like, fun most don't. of the
0: time. We we don't watch good things often. Or at least I don't.
1: Uh, I have one on my radar that I'll bring up at the end that I watched last night that was really good, but... All right. he. What are we going to talk about on this episode, Aaron? Oh, yeah, that's a thing we should bring up. What? <laughs> So welcome to
0: a spooky Halloween. Well, it's not the Halloween episode, but it's October,
1: so there's spookums about spookums. Well, by the time that this comes out, it's probably it might we might as well just call it our Halloween episode. It's not going to be that late. Oh well, I, I might. It's put our it up tomorrow. Fuck you. Oh well, uh, I got three minutes. Can you make it in that amount of time?
0: To, to fly all the way to you and then have intercourse with you and then come back and then continue the show? Yeah, I think we can do that.
1: All right. All right. Hop on the bullet train.
0: Chugga-chugga-chugga-chugga-bullet train. Boop-the-dunk. All right. Chugga-chugga-chugga-chugga-bullet train. I'm back. We just had gay incest fest going on on the show. All right.
1: We're today on High the five. show we're doing motherfucking- High five across space and time. Whoops. Whoops,
0: whoops. <laughs> all right, on today's episode, motherfuckers. Today, <laughs> today on this very special episode of the catastrophe section, we are we have watched Nightmare on Elm Street Two: Freddy's Revenge because it's the spookily month of uh, werewolves and shit, and they're coming at you, you dick, and they want to get on your dongs. That's what
1: Halloween's all about. I don't think that that's part of the like folklore of Halloween. I'm pretty really? sure it's a pagan holiday that was just meant to sell costumes huh. and candy and shit. Yeah, I I always thought it was about fucking werewolves like with your penis. I mean, that could be part of it, but yeah. I mean, according to that movie with Michael J. Fox, wolves are all teenage boys. That's true. I prefer or wh- dog
0: soldiers. I, mean, I prefer what wolves anyway.
1: Oh, or whom wolves?
0: Yeah, I like to know where my wolves are, but not who they are. Or wherefore wolves? <laughs> yep. Or why
1: wolves? Just existential wolves. <laughs> it's really fucking stupid. Well, that's why they howl at the moon, is because their, their existential dread is just that palpable. Yeah. Yeah, that's oh, it. Who oh, oh, am now I? I'm going to pretend to be Oh, wolves. Fuck you. Well, they're normally depicted as simply fur, but they're really wearing a tweed jacket and have a smoking pipe and a copy of Nietzsche with them, yeah great <laughs> werewolf surprisingly un you know surprisingly un underrepresented educational achievers, yeah. you know there's one that discovered that thing that was super important. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah, you know the one. <laughs> well, you know that the modern lock was invited by the Loch Ness Monster, so that's like <sighs> affirmative. <sighs> yep. The locksmith
0: nest monster. <laughs> Great. <laughs> if Fuck only you. people couldn't get into my swamp. <laughs> I don't want people getting into my lake. Fuck you. They, I, got, I got my pornos all locked up. I just pictured the Loch Ness monster just jacking it furiously in the lake. Just like, yeah. Just pounding his.
1: <laughs> oh, this dog. lake is 95% my urine. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
0: And now my
1: <laughs> semen. <laughs> That's the other 5%, which doesn't make any sense when you factor in the urine percentage. But whatever. Ugh. Oh, my God. It's so important yep that's right so this is a rare treat because i don't think i think the last episode that i remember just the two of us we can make it if we try just the Um, two of us we can make make it it if we we try try. try.
0: (laughs) turn into just screams of agony
1: yeah yeah well well Aaron. It's like you you fell asleep in this movie, much like the main character. Yeah,
0: it's a lot of watching this one dude just try to sleep and be sweaty in shorts a lot.
1: I swear, that's that's like three fifths of his acting job, or well, I imagine like the majority of his that. day was. All right, we're gonna shoot the sweaty teen boy. Oh, teen boy. boy, scene. Yeah, take four. <laughs> This movie. Not enough sweat. We need more
0: moisture. This movie is literally. There's so many just dicks. Like there's just dicks. It's made forged in the fire in the cock fires of Mount Doom. Like it's just. <laughs> it's just made. This movie is made of penis. It's made well, out it, of penis. It's the Lord fantastic. of the Cock Rings. Yep.
1: Forged in the cock fires. Yep. Well, this movie was uh, the screenwriter, David Chaskin, um, wrote uh, about the strong homoerotic subtext because he, I don't know he if wanted to subtext. increase the film's I think potential. Text. In a lot of ways it is, but so he wanted to increase the film's horror potential for the teen boys who made up the bulk of the audience. Right. And the main character... Uh, played by Mark Patton. What's his character's name? It's uh, Jesse. Jesse Walsh. Yeah, Jesse. Um, he's since come out as gay himself, and he left acting, actually blaming Chaskin, who in turn says Patton's interpretation of the part had as much to do with the subtext as the script. Yeah. And the director, Jack Shoulder, uh, who took over from Wes Craven, who wrote and directed the first one, who actually, rest in peace, just passed away last Last fall in yeah, August, he did. so forget about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yo, I was, I was doing it. I was doing some research about the franchise, and so this movie came out in 1985 for fans of Back to the Future. Uh, when the previous one had actually only come out like less than a year before that in 1984. <laughs> yeah. So, so that one came out on November 9th, 1984, and Part uh, Freddy's Revenge came out November 1st, 1985. Wow. So they really churned these out in a really short amount of time. That's fucking we, that's some quick turnover. Yeah, it's kinda like the Saw movies where they make them for where they made them for really, really low amounts of money and then uh they made like sixty million dollars and then the next Halloween because people pay to go see their shit. You know, oh, yeah. it's like the same thing. It's like that's property that I want to go. And even if the plot's not good anymore, they'll still pay to go see it. Like your paranormal yeah. activities, your Other franchise. I think the last episode that I remember, tangent, is that I remember that we actually did a episode, just the two of us, we can make it if we try, uh, was The Stepfather. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Which was, eh.
0: Stepfather. I don't know why I said said it in that voice. Yes.
1: Um... How would you describe this movie overall before we dive into the nitty gritty of the plot? Oh, God. Um, What are your reactions to this initially? Gay. (laughs) There's a lot of, like I said, just
0: it's boy shorts and dicks and that's it. There's a lot of like, there's a lot of male, like male nudity, not frontal, but there's like, there's a lot of asses going around.
1: And 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 sweat. There's a hell of a lot of angst. There is. Angst. (laughs) I have the teenage
0: angst. I don't like things, and I like my things, but I don't like anyone else's things.
1: I've got so many problems that I've got to work through that are so important. (laughs) School. I just said school as angst. (laughs) Great.
0: Some good commentary on angst. I should be a. I should be a professor. Professor of angstology. I should be an angstologist. I'm sure
1: that's a thing. All right. Uh. Yeah. No. That's pretty much my impression of the movie. First off. So. Just- so this movie starts in what I thought was them living on a Mars colony, and they borrowed the bus from Basket Case Three. Yeah. Uh, horror movie that we watched. Uh. Two years ago, was it? Or More, last no, it year? Was la- it was last year. Yeah, it was. Um God, I which love Which had a school bus that drove all the way down to Georgia, but this was... Uh, so, it's like a regular suburban, like, school bus driving what with the suburbs. Yeah. I, I love this because the kids on it looked like the most archetypical kids ever. There yeah, was, like, like, this really like the, fat uh, ginger kid in the back with a boom box. It's like they have a checklist of stereotypes like, we got
0: the two gossipy goyles, check. We got the weirdo in the back, check. We got the three or four sports dudes, check. We got a black guy, except they actually didn't have a black guy. This movie was all white folk.
1: It was. It was very white
0: suburban middle class. I did not see a, I don't think there's a single black person in this
1: movie. Not even like extra. I didn't see one. I don't even think that there's a single person of color that I remember seeing in this Yeah, movie. no, they're all white as shit. And shit is pretty white. I mean, have you looked in the toilet recently, Aaron? I have, and mine's brown. Uh, you should see
0: maybe like four or five doctors if that's if it's white. It sounds bad. I think...
1: Okay. Well, bossing <laughs> over the bowel part. Okay, uh, So sure. the bus driver, it starts to go really fast, and the really... Like that, the weird looking kid in the back, who yeah. I called Puffy Eyes Magoo, looks like <laughs> he had Ad finished Magoo. crying. Looks like he had finished crying because, like, his dog died earlier that day. And the girls are, like, having an audible dialogue about him, like, yeah, loser. He's so weird and in the back there. Oh, that's he's like, weird. He's like, my life sucks and couldn't get any worse. And then the bus driver, who incidentally, is actually actor Robert Engl- England who plays Freddy Krueger but without makeup. Without his is yeah. the bus driver. And then they go uh, out of the suburbs and into this desert like thing and go on to. They just drive the, off the
0: road for fun.
1: Yeah. Off of a cliff and it starts teeter tottering. And then Freddy's like, I'll get you, my pretty. Because he's I'm the a Wicked bad Witch guy. of the West now. Yeah. And then he put a mustache on and started twirling it, and then he came towards them, and then uh, Jesse McTeenangst wakes up all sweaty and horrified, all and sweaty. You, see his, you see his family <sighs> eating breakfast, Um, and then you just hear this blood curdling, oh! and they're like, oh, Jesse's awake. <laughs> all right. Oh, Jesse, it's so normal that you just scream like you were murdered. Yeah, no, that's regular. Yeah, that just happens. They're
0: they're not concerned. They're just like, oh, our son. Ah, well. well Aaron, they're busy focusing on eating their Fu man chews. I took a picture of that and already posted it to our Facebook page.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> I love that is some fucking real racist shit. <laughs> oh, and especially what's weird is that it's meant to be like an allusion to uh, Freddy Krueger. But there's, I'm trying, his little sister is reaching into the bottom of the box to get, like, the cereal when they used to do that with prizes. I don't know if they still do that now. Yeah. And there's, like, these four little shitty, like, acrylic nails that are like, look, I'm Fu Manchu. And I'm like, Fu Manchu didn't have those. He used a sword, like any warrior. Fuck the, fucking,
0: And it's like, I have nails like the Krugeru, The Krugeru. Yeah,
1: right. Ugh. Like a kangaroo. It's like a Kruguru. Yeah, the a Kruguru. It's like just kangaroo. a horribly burned, mutilated kangaroo. Oh, man. During yep. that Mars High School bus jacking, I was thinking just sarcastically in my mind, just, oh, no, not the white high school, kids. Oh, darn. Look at the whiteies. And I love Jesse's dad in this movie. He was my He's favorite great. character. You know, son,
0: you better clean up your room, mother. It just needs a shot of Freon. You know, son, like, it's (laughs) he's he is he is 70s dad, but in the 80s. It's great.
1: Oh, and you know, every authoritative stern father reads the Wall Street Journal and has it displayed prominently in the frame of the movie. Who's Lisa? Hmm. And begins all of his sentences seemingly with, now see here, son. (laughs) I see, I see. Hmm.
0: All right, Dad, I'm coming. I'm going out.
1: Uh, Did you clean your room, son? you, You just need a good, he just needs a good kick in the pants. That
0: boy just needs a swift kick in the ass. Like, oh, okay. He's he is the most stereotypical father fi- figure of all time. <laughs> okay, you know what bothers me? What? You know, uh, it's it the introduction of Lisa where she's at the door. She rings the doorbell. They apparently uh dri- uh he drives her to school because he's got a shit car and she doesn't have a car at all. Um <laughs> But when she fucking, when he opens the door, she's turned around. I don't, I don't know anyone who's like, I'm going to ring the doorbell and then just turn the fuck around. Who does? Maybe they've got a Maybe they've got a scary back. Maybe. <laughs> Boo. I don't, I just, I don't understand. It's a, it's, I've seen it in a lot of movies where they're just like. Oh, I just I rang the doorbell. And I turned around later. Like I'll jump. I'll do it when I yeah. It just well, face the fucking door like a human. It makes no sense. I don't know why it bothers me so bad, but
1: god damn it. Well, and there's also this whole will they, won't they with um, Lisa and Jesse. But one thing that I don't understand is the party in the third act of the movie takes place at Lisa's house, right? Yeah. Her parents have an outdoor pool and what uh-huh. seems to be, like, a $200,000 house. And she has to bum a ride from, like, this schlubby guy whose dad had to get mobile, a deal yeah. on a dead person's house. Well, the dead person's house is across the street, but, yeah. like, some sort of, like, legally gray area-bought house. It just doesn't make sense that she wouldn't have be the one with the car. Yeah, but then they wouldn't be together because he... What? Her, she she's probably attracted to the da- to Jesse's dad because he's got rocking those plaid shorts. Oh yeah. It's loving Sign them of every, plaid every every uh uh stud like dilf. <laughs> dilf. Look at that dad yep. bod. But, okay. <laughs> but
0: then her parents at the end of the movie are just like, "Man, eh, kids will be kids. Let them drink beer-brand beer." Brand beer. Because that is literally on one of the fucking, <laughs> the cans. Some of them literally say beer, like, and that's it. Beer brand <laughs> well, they beer. Only, Come drink they only- glorious <laughs> beer brand beer. It is beer and has alcohol in it. Put it in your body. Like, oh, great.
1: <laughs> we don't know what percent of alcohol is actually legally allowed, so we'll just put question mark next yeah. to it amount kind of, of like, alcohol. Nah, you figure it's it. It's like, out. <laughs> hey, our in post production. Hey, our product endorsement didn't come through because they only had like Coca Cola in this, and they yeah. said, hey, would you like some cola? Cola, it is great and very refreshing for your senses. <laughs> they also had that weird stay up pills, where he's just oh chugging yeah. Them. What is that? Is that like a five hour energy thing, but in the eighties? I think it's just caffeine pills. Oh, why didn't it just say caffeine pills? Because it's easier to just say stay
0: up on the bottle like he's trying to stay up. That's what he's doing.
1: I mean, the audience would also get it if it said caffeine pills. Yeah. Arguably. it. Yeah, they would. But uh, fuck that. <laughs> okay, so... Um, What else? Oh, so the uh, the next scene is them. It's a
0: baseball baseball game. Yeah,
1: playing sports, and then um, Jesse is in between first and second base. If I remember my sports ball correctly and grady who becomes his lover not lover throughout the movie he's like ah, you're out and then as revenge he rips off his sweatpants you know like a reasonable person is and, the, and yeah and then
0: and then one the girl uh the the girls are playing uh are playing are doing archery next to them and then one of them just like look at that ass that's <laughs> <laughs> but She's literally like that's a great ass like all right yeah no fair enough <laughs> oh and she and says she she asks uh she asks lisa like so you getting any yet like a lot of the things they say like hey you are you guys having interca- intercourse yet or have you had sex with that person it's always just like oh god i wrote one down later um yeah, Grady, when they're being punished, says, are you mounting her nightly or what? Like, mounting her nightly. All right. <laughs> like I don't know. I don't think anyone talks like that or talked like that previously. That's not a thing people say. Nobody's like, hey, man, you know that girl that you've been hanging out with? Are you mounting her nightly? Like, that is the worst.
1: Like, what? What? <laughs> Are you
0: having consensual intercourse semi-regularly? Yeah, there you go. That's 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 more like it. Hey, have you put your genitals inside of her genitals on a frequent basis?
1: No? Or put her Or put her genitals in your genitals. I don't know how you work. You could be into all sorts of stuff. Put your fingers <laughs> in her own genitals. Or well, she puts her fingers in her own genitals, you know. Goddamn Which brings death. us... Wh- Which brings us to our local public access radio show with our sex ed teacher and host of Talking About Dongs, Ben Dongitude. Welcome to Sex Ed Course. Here are our lovely uh, pre through like uh, K through 12 learners, usually from the ages of five to 10, a good member of the community and noted expert on Dongology. Please take the stage and tell us a little bit about sex education.
0: Hello. I am uh, Ken Dongitude, Ben Dong, Ben Dongman.
1: You got my name wrong. It's Ben Dongman. Oh, sorry. Our last speaker had to cancel because of an STD. Yeah, yeah. He had one of them's. What you get from the fucking. What you're gonna learn about boys and goils
0: now. What do you know about uh, intercourse, little little boy? Uh, that storks deliver babies. That's not intercourse. That's that's a myth of dumb shit, fucks. That's lame. You're a terrible I'm not kid. Dumb. <laughs> you should feel bad about yourself and your body.
1: <laughs> Are you saying I'm a mistake? Yeah. Yeah,
0: pretty much. Yeah, you suck. God, you're a shitty kid. Can I get a different kid in here? I don't like this one. Yeah, that's right. Get rid of this one. Alright. Robot custodian.
1: <laughs> 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 All right, all right, little <laughs> child. Dispensing complete. Mister, Mister, yes? Mister, uh, yes, hello. Uh, isn't that how uh babies are made? The the intercourse thing. You're all right.
0: Now, do you know the specifics of intercourse? No. All right, let me ask you a question real quickly. How old are you? Seven. Oh, all right. You're a nice little seven-year-old boy, aren't you?
1: All right. Oh, well. No, I'm a no, I'm a girl. Oh, all right. Yeah, you got a puss. All right. <laughs> Sweet. I believe so.
0: All right. Well, we'll find out later. Um. So let me go. Uh, just get down to the nitty-gritty of talking about course, which involves dongs. So you guys all know I'm a dong expert, a dong spurt, if you will, and I will and do frequently. That I know all about intercourse. So, number one, step number one. uh, You are a Goyle, I think. You said you are. We'll go with it. Yep. You got the lady parts, right? Now, what is involved in having the lady parts? Well, number one, two titties. You got those eventually, or maybe not. Some people don't have big ones, but you still have mammary glands. And those are some lovely glands you're going to get ladies. Also, number two, you got that there that puss. That's what you got. It's a thing. Yes. Uh, am I correct? Yeah. All right. Good. I was just double checking. I might have been wrong. I know I'm not. I'm just making hey, sure you. Mom? I'm just. I'm just making sure you pre childs are listening to me intently.
1: Uh, Mister, my dad gave me uh this copy of your of this book that I think you wrote. It's called Donkey Kong. Yeah, Donkey Kong. Will you sign it? Oh, yeah, I'll sign it. Mm. What's your name, little Goyle? Oh, uh, my dad's name is Frederick. Oh,
0: okay. To Frederick, hope you have all the dongs happen all over the place in the places where you want the dong-type things place to happen go. Well, he is in the Navy. Ben Dongitude. Oh, I wrote over like seven pages of the book.
1: That's okay. Okay, He's read good. it a lot. Yeah, he'll enjoy that. Oh, well, hold on, let me
0: let me put a patented picture of my dong into his book so he can use it as a bookmark. I know he'll love that.
1: Isn't there one already in the forward and afterward and interlude? Oh
0: yeah, no, of course. But this one can be used as a bookmark. Oh, hot dog! And it's a li- it's life size. It's just the dong, so it fits in pages real well.
1: Um, Mr. Dongitude, we've only got two more minutes. Can you start with the, um, start telling us a little bit about STDs? So oh, we, yeah, we STDs.
0: Those are things when you get when you put your dong in a lady's place and you don't a put a more. rubber on. Oh what? All right, so, I only explained the, the goily pots. You, you're a boy, right? What are you? What do you got? What do you got? I don't know. You don't know? All right, come up here. All right. Shuffle, 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 shuffle. All right. You, uh, you uh, pull your pants down. Let's see. Let's take a look. Yep, that's a dung. All right, cool. You're a you're a dude. You're a man. You got the boy pots. Look at you go. Okay. 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 <laughs> put your pants on. I don't want to be. I don't want to be arrested. All right. All right. Cool. So, uh, you, in order to put that in the uh, where would the little girl go? You come up here. You guys are gonna be my demonstration team. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. So you little boy, you. Need to get blood into your penis. Now, the way that's done is becoming aroused. Is that right? Uh. Do you know what that means? No. All right. Well, go just here. I'll just give you some pornos and all that. Take a look at these these uh, big old titties. That'll get you going. That'll get you dung a-rocking with blood. Engorged with fluids for which to be ready for the intercoursing.
1: Um... Mr. Mr. Dong uh, Mr. Dong um,
0: yes. yes Are you, you sure that this
1: is appropriate? Yeah probably not
0: We're doing it anyway They need to know
1: Alright Well uh, we're actually out of time So could you come back uh, next time And tell us a little bit more about it?
0: Yeah alright Yeah no uh, Next week uh, It's uh, Dongtastic week And you, we're going to see these two Demonstrating a course for you two For you, you lot Alright Okay <laughs> Alright we have consent Cool we're done all right, uh, that's it for me, Ben Dongitude, Ben the Dong, the dong Assist. That's my my professional title, the Dong Assist.
1: You can, al- you can also buy copies of Mr. Dong Assist, some uh, Book Dong Key Kong available now. It's got a lot of pictures of my dick. We now return to the catastrophe section. Wham. That was a bit of creepy programming there. Uh-huh. Speaking of creepy programming, uh, what exactly are they being forced to do? Are they doing push-ups or just like in plank position when Schneider, the I, gym teacher, just has them all? I don't uh, know. I can't tell. I assu- well, I mean, it's also just weird that uh, he says assume the position to do that. You know? Well, I took that to mean that they are regular. Yeah, like, but it's also tru- just strange.
0: It's strange wording like, all right, assume the position like that. Just with all the other boy shorts and sweaty dudes happening in this movie, it
1: it's it's a strange choice. Fair enough. Yeah. And, and also at, at the time, I thought that uh, Grady was making up that uh, Schneider was like into BDSM and was gay yeah. because it's like, oh, well, he's just saying what all kids do, because the worst thing you could be is an S&M and be gay. Yeah, the worst thing you could do is like people of the same bits. Yeah, if you've got the same bits and you put them in each other or don't put them in each other, whatever you're into, then that's bad. Yeah,
0: that's not as good as it you other things are.
1: So yeah, he's like, "Hey, you uh, you crushing that, bro?" And he's like, "Uh, no, it's not even like that." And he's like, "Just asking." And then uh, Jesse goes home and sees. Uh, Freddy Krueger burning stuff. What what exactly is he burning?
0: I I don't know. Um, I think it's supposed to be like body parts. I real I really don't know. Um,
1: fuck man. It was it, I think it was body parts. Okay, because doesn't he get the glo- like the Freddy glove from the furnace? Yeah, he finds
0: or- it down in his boiler room.
1: Yeah, and then it just keeps popping up in his in his room where he yeah. dances with uh oh, risky that business scene. style to the sunglasses. That scene and- was magical. Oh. Mm, like magic. It was it
0: was good. I liked that scene. It was fantastic.
1: Oh boy! Oh and also, boy. his pajamas when he's going outside to—they look like medical scrubs, like that blue shirt. I, it looked yeah, like he had no, just- I noticed that. He, it looks like he's wearing medical str-
0: scrubs to bed, like a fucking weirdo. Oh
1: man, being a teen being a teenage doctor sure is hard. Oh boy.
0: <laughs> okay, going back to the, the to the baseball scene, the way the fighting is is um, when he when Grady and him are fighting. It, it really doesn't look like fighting to me it seemed
1: like they were about to make out yeah
0: hold on I'm having technical issues right now
1: okay isn't that just called isn't that just eh. like called your life yeah technical issues the 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 thing what Aaron has apparently <laughs> i'm I'm still waiting for your posthumous um autobiography I haven't done much yet <laughs> haven't done much yet yep no it'll happen
0: um <laughs> yeah no he um it just looks like they're they're fuck fighting like <laughs> like oh yeah they're just wrestling oh, yeah. it looks like they're just wrestling on the ground like who's gonna be on top we're gonna fu- we're gonna fuck fight to find out like this see because uh, uh jesse like already had his his fucking his pants ripped off and crazy shit
1: yeah oh great Grady had his ass ripped off. No, no, Grady didn't. It was it was Jesse. Oh, I thought it was I thought it was Jesse that yeah. ripped off Grady's. Yeah, no,
0: Grady ripped off Jesse's buttholes.
1: And speaking yep. of uh, going back to lesson plans, the next day after he finds. After he sees Freddie burning stuff in the basement yeah. or whatever. We cut right to the digestive tract lesson plan and I'm like, oh, oh boy, yeah, of all the days that we get yeah, to. All, see why would silence. you choose this as the lesson plan
0: to like in a movie, wouldn't you be like, oh, I wonder what these kids should learn? Oh yeah, no, clearly they're
1: talking about shit. Like great. Oh yeah, and then the gas comes out and then a student goes <laughs> <laughs> because Yep.
0: And then it comes out of your anus. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. So in this scene, uh Jesse's like sleeping at his uh he's sleeping in class. And then and somehow a, a, a Hawaiian is, shirt. Yeah, in a Hawaiian shirt, a snazzy old Hawaiian shirt. And like I don't a snake just kind of appears on him. And I do not understand how. It looks like Grady did it because Grady's like looking back and forth at him, like, oh, that fucker, I'm gonna get him. But no, the snake just kind of appears on him. And then he he screams and wakes up because there's a snake on him and he's sleeping just randomly. And then the teacher walks over and he's like, What the fuck are you doing with my snake? Like, what what do
1: you mean? What is he doing with it? He it's just there. Yeah, it's just on his shoulder. I thought that it was um, It just happens. the kids that were looking at him maybe put the snake on him while he was sleeping. Yeah. And then I, I believe the line from the teacher is like, Mr. Grady, if you want to play with a snake, I suggest you... No, if you want to play with animals, I suggest you go to the zoo.
0: Join the circus, I think he says.
1: Oh, join the circus. That's... it. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just don't know. The snake is just like out because... Fun, I guess And I don't know what kind of snake that is, but it didn't just seem To be minding its own business like, Yeah, it's just kind of hanging out It's what like, if I borrow this your is shoulder supposed to be bit?
0: scary It's a spooky snake And then just fucking nothing
1: And then I love the It's supposed to be like a sensory uh, thing when he's talking about The most important part of the body And he throws like this Big fucking slab of meat That looks like yep. a rib cage And it's like The heart Yeah the and heart! it's cle- Clearly not the heart It's not a heart That is like a full Fucking rib cage From a cow or something It and- <laughs> looks like maybe a liver <laughs> And then he's like That aorta That aorta The ventricle Other words Yeah
0: we got Blood 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 tubes This one It's got a left blood tube And a right blood tube <laughs>
1: And plus, he keeps, like, a slab of, like, meat in, in an unrefrigerated desk, part of his desk. for that
0: reason, yeah.
1: Wouldn't it be, like, covered in flies and, like, rot? Oh, yeah, no, it'd be fuck- fucking disgusting. Or being punched by Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, exactly. He just comes in. Uh, 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 uh. It was the 80s. Rocky. I'd like some Rocky Rod, please. Oh, a
0: bunch of them beat better but you got oh.
1: oh, so Lisa goes over to Jesse's house later that day. During and- the the clean your room subplot. <laughs> oh, it's not even a subplot. It's just that that just screams of reshoots of we need the movie to almost be 90 minutes.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> Oh, the scene where he just puts on some shitty 80s song, puts a puts a fucking a tiny bat to his dick and is like, it's my cock. And then just like throws his ass around the room and tries on 20 different pairs of sunglasses and just looks like a fucking a goddamn lunatic. Ugh, it's fantastic.
1: It is. It is pretty fantastic. I liked it. And then, of course, at that moment, his parent is it his mom and his sister that come in? No, it's his mom and Lisa. Yeah, and then uh, I love the obvious awkward part where she's like, where does this go? And it's like jock itch cream. And he's like, oh, oh, no, the girl that I maybe like is not the cream. Oh, no. So (laughs) here's
0: the real subtle thing on the door of, of, uh, uh what's the main dude's name again? Fuckface? Jesse. Yeah, Jesse. On Jesse's door to his room, it says no chicks on it. It literally says no out of no chicks. It says no out of town chicks. Like, well,
1: I know where this is going. Like, All right. <laughs> but bros are allowed. It's like the little rascals. Yeah, but with dicks. My little rascal. <laughs>
0: I got a little rascal for you. He's called my dent genitals. Oh boy.
1: He is called my genitals. Not eh, fuck it. So not uh, only do we gender it as he, but we refer to their name as the medical terminology for them. Well, yeah. What else I would mean, you do? You, uh can come up with another name? Nope. Genitals.
0: So um they're clean. He, she's like I'm gonna help you clean your room. Ha ha you have jock strap itch cream, haha, ha. you have things that people have. And then she finds like the diary of well, the of the girl who used to live there oh, and it's all well, like and then
1: I fuck murdered a Joe. Like <laughs> Well, and she's not even phased by the jock itch cream. She seems no. to not really give a shit about it. She's well, yeah, like, and she shouldn't. Joke? Like
0: that's a human thing.
1: Yeah, it's like it's not like, oh, look, I found your Vagisil. What's
0: that about? Oh no, you have, you got, you got problems with your body like every other person. Oh, gross. Tampons, what are those for? <laughs> what a oh, hemorrhoid cream.
1: Oh no. Hey hemorrhoids, I thought that those were against the law if you're an athlete. Get it? Yep. Great. Are you on performance and en- performance enhancing hemorrhoids?
0: Yep. Performance enhancing hemorrhoids. It's cause you want to get away from the itch faster.
1: That makes no <laughs> sense. Makes okay, so they find no the diary sense. from the um woman who was across the street from the murder.
0: Which is, is the that- house that they moved into.
1: Yes. Which they got a good deal on, I get Because of the murder-suicide
0: happening, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, oh yeah, is this the part where they go into that really graphic language of, uh, and he watched me. Yeah. And yeah. as he watched me, he wanted to be in, inside me. And then- He rips off my gown. Yeah, with his metal fingers.
0: And, he's, and then Jesse's like, <sighs> It's all stunned. Because he wants that to happen to him, he wants. He's like man. that is happening to me. <laughs> I've got a man in me. He wants to be in me again. He says later in the fucking movie.
1: Oh, there's a ton of like. Oh, it's fantastic. Um, penetrative dialogue here.
0: <laughs> oh, fight boy. him,
1: you! I can't, I can't fight him. I can't fight him. <laughs> oh. And then after that scene, we go to uh, Jesse and Grady uh, talking, and he says, hey, Grady, do you ever remember your dreams? And Grady says, only the wet ones. Yep. Do you remember your
0: dreams? Only the wet ones. Like, oh. (laughs) Why would
1: you? I don't know why you'd immediately like, yep, no, that happens. Like. The only reason that he would say that would be to then immediately grab Jesse's hand and take it in his own. Yeah, and then just like put his hand on his dick and then they just go to town. Well, no, you need consent for that. I meant he would just try to hold his hand because he's in the dreams that he's talking about. Hey, sure. Why not? So then I wrote down um, the next thing of import is the possessed parakeet that explodes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's all on fire and shit. Yeah. What? So the way that Fr- that Freddy Krueger manifests in this movie is by making things in the environment hot. Yep. They explode or, or just light on fire or whatever. They start smoking. That's yeah. basically the three ways that he can influence the environment. Yeah. So like, there's a toaster that bursts into flames that's not even plugged in. Yeah. Um, that's why the uh the top of their house is 97 degrees at one point and why Jesse's yeah. all sweaty.
0: Always sweaty. Always. Yep, always.
1: My God, there's
0: an oven in here.
1: And so after that, they're like, oh, we don't know what to do with this house anymore. And so then Jesse, for some reason, goes to the bar that Schneider goes to. Uh, because for some reason they serve underaged boys there. Yeah. He says, I'll have one beer, please. And because it's like an after-school special of beer bad. And before he, get, he pours it and before he can actually take a drink from it, in full leather garb, his gym teacher Schneider comes over and grabs his arm forcefully. Yep, And then the next shot is Jesse running around in the gym to assumedly make up for that. Why yeah. didn't he just call his parents? Well, also, like it the fucking the gym is just filled with just
0: fucking like just mist the gym is filled with mist so clearly it's like this is a dream sequence of murder or a murder sequence of dream yeah murder sequence of dreams and then he pushes him against a bunch of chairs and is like hit the shower i want to see you dong and then and then he does and then the gym Whoa. teacher After being dragged in the balls. into the shower by a-
1: by jump ropes. Yeah, and he's drowned like, in balls. I guess I just don't know the logic behind. So he catches a student at an S&M bar that he frequents, yeah, and it's after hours, and he takes him back to school and punishes him by making him run around the gym, not by contacting the police or calling his parents, which he would be able to do yeah. being an adult, so he makes him run around the gym and then shower. I just don't yeah. understand how that's the logic of a yeah, gym teacher. Yeah, that doesn't teacher. make sense. Clearly, what? Uh, <laughs> that's some it's good only 80s put there so there. that we get the naked, butt-slapping jump rope, like, towel scene. Well, first he gets drowned in balls. We need to talk about him drowning in balls.
0: With tennis ball uh, tubes that go off like cannons, like... Pow. Yeah, and just basketballs. All the balls are just attacking the gym teacher. He drowns in balls.
1: What was he trying to... He was trying to unlock that uh, cabinet for something. What What was he trying to get at?
0: I have no idea. I don't remember what he was trying to get at, but... um then he gets he gets dr- b- dragged by jump rope into the shower next to next to Jesse and then all Who's tied up showering. with the magic jump rope and then his clothes just
1: disappear and it's just his bare and ass he's and he's ripped like no. of him, and there's this levitating towel that gets rolled up it, like you would slap yeah. somebody on the butt with as a prank yeah. and it hits him and like get like gets his ass pretty raw with it like just yeah and
0: it like tears flesh almost like
1: four times and he's like oh and then through the mist, you see Freddy, who, or AKA Jesse, with yeah. the claws, and then he just digs him into his back and he's like, oh, die. And then he dies. And even then though, Jesse, like,
0: back- the, the kill, the quote unquote killing, it just looks like, eh,
1: scratched your back. Like, yeah, that bleed and hurt like
0: hell, but it's not going to kill you.
1: And I also don't understand. Okay, so he kills him and there's blood. How does that make it so that the blood coming out of the showers is also blood? Because like it's, it's nightmares. not still water. What?
0: Because of nightmares.
1: Or something. But at that point, when it started. Oh, was it still like a nightmare or a hallucination of Jesse's? At that point, or had it actually gone to the whole, oh, he's wearing the claws and he did it thing? Uh, that was uh
0: that was when it was still showing Freddy on, on screen, I think.
1: Oh, okay. And then it cuts
0: back to him, and he's like, oh, no, I have the claw hand on. Oh, darn. I did a thing. And then he gets caught by the police, and the police are like, is this yours? They literally are like, is, is this yours? Yeah. Does this not belong a cat. to you? Yeah, they say, does this belong to you? And they're like, yep, my kid. Like, <laughs> all right, great. He was, by the way, he was just <laughs> naked, so,
1: you wandering know, wandering on the freeway in the rain, and he doesn't have hypothermia, by the way. Yeah, and then the only question is, his dad is just like, "What kind of drugs and who are you getting
0: them from?" He's like, it, Dad. I'm not on drugs. And then they all just go to bed.
1: They're like, "All right, done." Well, and then the next day when his mom suggests the actually helpful thing of we should get him to see a psychiatrist, I think he needs to talk to somebody. His dad's like, crazy, you're crazy, Cheryl. No, he just needs a swift kick in the ass. My plaid shorts are infallible, in fact. Great parenting. Oh, boy. And, you know, this this movie, like, the relationship between Freddie and Jesse is kind of like an. a let's like might be considered an allegory for like an abusive relationship. So for instance, it's where a much older man takes an interest in a younger one and torments him by making him watch sadism over authority figures and people who stand in the way of their quote unquote love. And even uh, in one of the nightmare sequences, he says, you've got the body. I've got the mind. I've got the brains. And then he
0: tears off his skull. And it's like, just his brain there. You've got the body. No, he's he's what what was he saying? He's like, I don't even. Yeah, later he's just like, I want to be inside of you or uh, kill for me, all that shit. But he he wants to be inside of him because of the sex and the stuff, because <laughs> of boners, you know. Oh, usual. you know, um. And then they he he finds out, like, oh, no, the teacher's actually dead. It wasn't a dream.
1: And then they're like, oh, darn, guess I
0: go home instead.
1: Well, and then there's the party later at Lisa's house where the parents yeah, go to sleep. And uh, he starts to make out with Lisa because they're about to consummate his relationship. Yep. And he's like, heterosexuality? I can't have anything to do with that. And so he oh, goes yeah. and... Like, breaks into Grady's house, sneaks into <laughs> his room where Grady is also shirtless yep. and sweaty. Yep. And he says, Hey, can I stay here tonight? And he's like, Why do you like? <laughs> he's like, Something is trying to get inside my body. And he says, And you want to sleep with me? Yep.
0: Yeah, she does. And you come over to want to be uh,
1: with me? Yep. Great line reading, Aaron. That's exactly. That's about right. <laughs> what I loved about the party, though, is how uh the lights go out, but then they just start like they're asleep. Let's turn on the music, and I'm like, immediately just, they turn out the lights. They're not incapable of hearing you. Yeah, it's it, and then immediately
0: it's like, well, genitals, come here, ladies, like immediately, like let's hop on each other. <laughs> Whoop,
1: and then that one girl who had tried to the like brunette curly haired girl who had been like so Grady are you going to uh, Lisa's party later and he says I can't I uh oh my god yeah no what was it he was like I'm grounded and it's like oh why and he's
0: like I threw my grandma be- uh, down a flight of stairs, down the stairs. Like, I don't know if he's joking he said that like a normal line of dialogue uh I'm
1: pretty sure he's being serious for like telling her to like basically buzz off
0: <laughs> yeah but it, it just like you know I don't really understand why one why he wouldn't want to go if he could or why he'd throw his grandma down a flight of stairs like those are the two options like i don't want to go
1: or i actually did this oh no I, that would interrupt my sweaty tv watching night <laughs> yeah oh no
0: <laughs> my sweaty man balls and my boy shorts with my shirt off while I'm in,
1: in my bed. Everyone knows that it's, <laughs> that it's Swamp-Ass Saturday. Yeah, it's all lubed up. Oh, boy. Oh. Ugh. Ready for ready for my friend Jesse, who I asked to go get a pizza or something later. Oh, yeah, he did. Although I'm... Yeah, well, he says that, but then he's like, oh, no, I'm grounded. When Lisa's friend asks him... But he's like, "Hey, hey Jesse, want to go hang out or something? We can make out a little bit of something." Yeah, we can put our dongs on each other's on
0: each other's on each other's, yeah. That's right. It's
1: a whole thing. And there I think the like the strong homoerotic like themes actually are more prevalent towards like not even just like the like Parts of like uh, the visual aspect of the male bodies on display. Yeah. It's like how the allegory is that he is coming to terms with his like sexuality. Yeah. And he's like, it's coming again. Oh, no. Yeah. Like when he's making out with Lisa, he says, oh, no, not again. Like his tongue becomes like super long. <laughs> and then everyone at the pool party is uh, like paired up. In
0: one yeah. of the shots. They're literally like, well, we got 10 boys and we got 10 girls. We're clearly, like, this is happening. Pair up. Line up. We got tickets. Take a ticket. You get a lead. Like. <laughs> Take
1: a ticket. Get, get a boy. Take a ticket. Get a girl. Take yeah, a ticket. It's get a like, partner. It, it Step just, right it up. It seems
0: like it looked like there was a system there. It didn't look like that happened naturally.
1: Step right up and get your heteronormativity right here. Ding. <laughs> yeah, no. It Gen- was a. Uh, this is weird. That was weirdly done. Compulsory sexual- heterosexuality at your service. And so it's like his coming to grips with his own internalized homophobia. And when he goes to Grady's house, it's like when he says, it's inside me and it's trying to take me again. That's yep. when um, he like it fully comes out of him. Yeah. And it slash he kills Grady, who apparently has childproof lock on the inside of his and door, outside. Who's? Oh, yeah, I love. It doesn't open. For I both, love. Way. I love the dialogue where he's like, "Dad, help me, Dad!" And then his dad is like, on the other side, "It's your father." Yep. And I'm like, "No shit, it's your father,
0: Brady. <laughs> it's your father." <laughs> like, yeah, he no, is- I know. Yeah, no. Who else would it be?
1: <laughs> no shit, you're not who I've been screaming for.
0: Oh, screaming for.
1: So then he kills him and he looks in the mirror and Freddy's there and he's like, you killed him. And yep. he covers and he's covered in Grady's blood. Then he gets out the window as like, he hears sirens coming. And then he goes to, is it Lisa's house or. Mm-hmm. And then he goes back to the party and as Freddy starts terrorizing people and chases Lisa throughout the house. And Mm -hmm. one of my favorite parts is the continuity errors of when he can grab Lisa's leg. Some in some frames, Robert England doesn't have the glove with the claws on it. And in some of them, he has one or two or two. Yeah. I've never seen him with two.
0: Can we get, can we quickly go back to the, um, the scene where they're at l- where they're eating school lunch, and he's like, "My grand, I pushed my grandma down the stairs." During that whole scene, Grady's mouth is just filled filled with food with food, and it, there's never less. He puts more in. He doesn't swallow during the whole thing. It's just like, no, I pushed my grandma down the stairs. Like his mouth is just full <laughs> of food
1: through that whole scene. And he's got like three cartons of milk too. So yeah. I'm led to believe that he's like bodybuilding or just really into dairy products.
0: Yeah. And he's just, he's just shoving a, ha- like a shitty hamburger down his throat. And he's like, <laughs> like he's just stuffing his fucking gob. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a stri- it, it's a very weird choice. And I do not understand it.
1: Anyway, (laughs) do you think that that was something they were like, hmm, we want to give him some sort of a quirky trait. So what if he talks with his mouth full? I don't know. That's I I wouldn't say that's quirky. That's a pretty shitty.
0: That's a pretty pretty shitty. eh.
1: Oh, so in some frames when he's terrorizing Lisa and the coeds at the party, even though they're high schoolers. Yeah. He he grabs yeah. Lisa and takes a bite out of her calf. Yeah. Like, it doesn't
0: take and anything then, with him or nothing.
1: Yep. And then some frames he has claws, some frames he has none. And then uh, when she's like, Jesse, you can fight it. It's kind of like Superman three, where he has like the fight in the junkyard between himself as Clark Kent and himself as Superman. Yeah. And then he, jumps out of a window, breaks the glass, and then disappears in a burst of fire. Meanwhile, the pool gate locks, the uh pool itself heats up to like sauna levels. Yeah. Like beyond sauna Sound levels. Level. And the hot dogs and barbecue get just, lit just on explode. fire and yeah. he starts stabbing people like, ah, <laughs> I'll get yeah, okay. you.
0: The weird. I think the weirdest thing about this scene isn't like him killing people or anything, but like he and this happens a lot in the movie, but Freddy just kind of knocks shit over for no reason. Like, that's scary. Like, when he's chasing Lisa around the house, he's just like, fuck this. This doesn't belong on a shelf. Fuck this. That table sucks. Like, for no, like, that's not scary. I don't, just go and kill people don't throw their shit on the ground first it's pointless i don't he goes outside and runs into the people and kills a guy then throws or before he even kills anybody he's like man this table has shit on it i don't want the shit on the table throw on the floor like
1: i just feel like it's pointless and i don't understand why he's doing it well because destruction of property of property is its own form of horror Aaron. oh no capitalism <laughs> oh no, my two hundred dollar
0: couch. Oh no, that cost me my stored wa- my stored
1: labor. Oh darn. Oh darn. And I love when the guy tries to like reason, reason with, with him. Freddy. He's like, I'm here to help you. And he's like, help yourself fucker. Help <laughs> yourself fucker. <laughs> <laughs> okay. One thing I don't understand is why does he disappear outside of the window in a burst of flame and then come back up through the pool? Uh, Because it's spooky. All right. That's it. And then Lisa's parents, her dad grabs a shotgun out of a glass cabinet when he could have just opened it. Yeah,
0: he throws a chair at it. Presumably he has a fucking key.
1: Yeah, I mean, even if you're in a hurry, don't you have a key nearby that you can just use to open it? Isn't that kind of the point? And then he goes down to the pool, fires wh- it. He okay, this doesn't make any sense. Oh he yeah, fires at Freddy, it misses, and then he's like, "Oh shit, I'm out of ammo." Like, did he only load, load one, one shell? shell? Into yeah. That? Why would you? And then when he reloads it, out of like a sense, of like a sudden burst of consciousness. Of conscience his wife or Lisa I can't remember which hits the gun so that it misses the next time so what's the point of even having it <laughs> I don't I don't know And clear, no it's, don't kill yeah, the guy that's
0: killing yeah. other people it's clearly well also okay so clearly it's a pump action so yes it holds like five or six like whatever it can, some of them hold eight doesn't matter but like the most important thing is you could easily hit the kids behind him. It is a shotgun. And they're all huddled into the corner. He would yeah. kill like four of them. Well, wound. They w- it wouldn't kill one. It might kill one.
1: Well, they've got to help themselves, fuckers. Yeah, help yourself, fucker.
0: He slashes his <laughs> I face. I don't know why I like that
1: line pool. so much. It's pretty great. I don't, you know,
0: he has a horribly inefficient murder weapon. The claws? Yeah, it's, they're pretty point... They're pretty shitty. They're pretty pointless. <laughs> yeah, I get it, because they're sharp. <laughs> yeah, I they just... You know, I, I know this is... Other people have brought this up before, I'm sure, but like... I don't know, maybe an axe. That would work. Or even just use your fucking furnace-based firepower and then just grab people or shoot he i don't know the just the claws are dumb they're dumb they're straight up they're a dumb weapon i don't get they they're
1: inefficient and stupid i really don't like them so you could argue that they're the ted cruz of horror weapons yeah they look they're doughy and shitty <laughs> <laughs> and make you never want to have sex ever again yeah, no, that's what Ted Cruz does to people. <laughs> the cold <laughs> shower of politics.
0: I like God. That's like, that's all the words that he says mean to me. Uh, right?
1: All abortions will be illegal even in cases of rape and incest. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. So, oh Freddy yeah, disappears. we got to talk about the baby
0: the baby-faced dogs.
1: I was just about to get to that. Yeah. So we forgot to mention earlier in the film, Lisa had done some research and takes Jesse to the furnace cuz we haven't seen the first yeah. one but I presume that it's probably in that movie The Origins of Freddy Krueger, but it's where he worked and he had killed or kidnapped kids and killed them in that place apparently, yeah. This factory. Yeah, yeah. so she goes to the factory cuz she thinks Freddy will be there and she's right. And there's these two Rottweilers that have like these masks on them yep and they're like baby face masks they look hilarious
0: i i, I just don't know they're like not what else to say like regular rottweilers would be scarier than like nah we got a rottweiler but we impaired it by putting a shitty face on it like all right I feel like if you did it today, it would be scary because then you could make, like, the eyes move and do some crazy shit and make it, like, talk. But it just looks like you slapped a mask on a dog and the dog is sad. Like, (laughs) they're not scary. Yeah, they just look. Those dogs just look nonplussed about the whole situation. It's like we well, got a mask on my face.
1: The most, and they're supposed to be attack dogs too. That's the thing where they just. Oh well, I guess you can put. I guess burn, me, burn victim man. You can put those that mask on me, and I'm not gonna fight you about it. Yeah, and also like.
0: Yeah, they're the only other, like, entities he's created. Otherwise, it's just him killing people or making things hot. Are those, like, guards that he always has? Or, like, like, because he doesn't have other, like, beings that he's, like, manifest turkey, go kill or whatever, like, whatever it is. But they're there. There are things. And it's just not anywhere else in the movie where it's, like, I have things that are creatures or whatever. And also how they destroy Freddy in this movie is the dumbest. Ugh. It's with heterosexuality, Aaron. The yeah, great you get saved by having a woman love you.
1: I love you, Jesse. And he's like, no, Jesse's dead and gone away. <laughs> <laughs> I've taken him
0: to the homoerotic side of life.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Always look on the gay side of life. i Freddie. Freddy. Yeah. So, is it true? Like,
0: I don't. Uh, is it true that if you don't believe in the Freddy, then he doesn't exist? Mm-hmm. Is he like a Santa? I don't know. This movie does not.
1: Uh, because I'm there's so am there, confused. The, she,
0: yeah, she reads like the whole diary. And at the end, it's like, well, if you don't believe in him, then like, nah, he doesn't do shit. He feeds off your scream energy, like fucking Monsters Inc. <laughs>
1: Except for not used in a good or meaningful way whatsoever in this. Movie. Yeah, like it's not, it's not visual. Like that's just not known. He
0: just shows up and kills people and then leaves. I don't know. It doesn't make much sense. And then,
1: and then uh, his face, like, r- rips off, and then Jesse's underneath it, and they smooch, yep. and everything's good.
0: And then they're saved, and he has intercourse with ladies instead, and then he
1: wins apparently oh boy oh boy yeah even though he's on the hook for like i don't know five murders yeah (laughs) he gets to go back to school the next day i don't i doubt it was the next day but seriously they have him dead to rights on the grady oh yeah no he got out the window it's fine Oh yeah, no, nobody saw him come in. Yeah, he didn't out. have his he DNA. Didn't literally, is not have blood on, on his any hands. of
0: the murder weapon or yeah. the room. Yeah, no, he didn't have blood on his hands. Literally. The, okay, the one thing I will say is uh, when Freddie dies, that is some solid face melting technology.
1: Oh yeah, the makeup in this movie is really good for the like presumably low budget that they yeah. had. Like when uh, Lisa's. R- wound in her calf like looks like it's festering and there's like bugs coming out of it. Like that was
0: really cool. Covering ants and shit. Yeah, it's super gross. Yeah,
1: Yeah, and then Do you you think that they used like a prosthetic or a miniature for that? It kind of looked like they did. I don't know. But anyway, um
0: then they get on the bus and they're like, oh no, it was good and things happened and and then the lady the lady with the curly hair jokes about like a ton of people dying. She's like, that was a great party sarcasm. And it's like,
1: people died. That's that's pretty shitty of you. <laughs> yeah, and also they still have to go to school. They're not questioned by the cops or nope. I assume this was a this is a while
0: later, because his mom is like you're, i'm finally going back or whatever he says he's like i'm going back now and like it i don't know It. it's it i think it they alluded to it being a lot later
1: but there are so many witnesses if he's freddy then he, oh yeah Jesse. no yeah yeah no he'd be in jail like a, <laughs> a psych ward at the minimum yeah and then he's
0: like he's freaking out that the driver's going super fast like the beginning of the movie
1: and then he's like, it's going really fast. And he looks up and the bus driver is like a woman. And she's like, don't criticize my driving. People already do that because sexism. And then he's like, oh, I guess I better calm down. And then um, says, friend, Carrie, oh, which yeah. is the name of the curly haired girl. Uh, she's like, it's okay, Jesse. It's all over now. And then uh, Freddie's arm comes yeah, through a it, it And then they all like scream and it drives into the desert. Yeah, which came out of nowhere, by the way. One shot there in the middle of the suburbs, and then it's like, well, desert. Yeah, we're in the desert now. Oh, and no, it's it's not a, it's not a
0: woman. It's the same bus driver as the start of the, uh, the start of the movie.
1: Oh, okay.
0: But yeah, and at, oh, hold on, I think it's actually the same fat-haired, fat haired, fat head, fat red headed dude from the beginning of the movie as well that gets on the bus in that scene. Does he have a boom box? He does not have a boom box. He has books. Oh.
1: It probably got murdered at the party.
0: Yeah. The yeah, the, they killed the boombox at the party.
1: <laughs> no, not Oh done. Oh golly. Okay. Uh, oh, and I can just picture the, if he did go to see a psychiatrist, they're like, so you are criminally insane, but it looks like you've got a girly friend. So that means that you must be like, yeah, you're you know, fine a, now. Okay. Yeah, no, you're good. You can go. As long as you're not gay. <laughs>
0: as long as you you're don't fine. have the gay. <laughs> the gay. <laughs> yeah. As long as you don't have the gay, then you're fine. You're not a criminal.
1: A criminal. A criminal. Yeah. Uh, So, Aaron, um, anything else you want to say about Nightmare on Elm Street 2,
0: Freddy's Revenge? I think we covered it.
1: Yeah. All right. So, let's render our verdicts. Aaron, does A Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge belong in the catastrophe section? I would say yes. I would wholeheartedly agree. This movie is weird. It has like no (laughs) stakes for the vast majority of it. It's outlandish. It's got really weird kills in it for bad horror enthusiasts. Yeah it's pretty bad but enjoyable as hell and absurd i like it all right so it has been inducted um oh, let's move on to our the next official section induction so into the catastrophe I think,
0: section
1: i think the closest comparison that i can think of of horror movies for this is that a nightmare on elm street 2 Freddy's revenge is like the exorcist to the to the heretic to that franchise because It goes Nightmare on Elm Street, then Dream Warriors, which is supposed to be a lot better because Wes Craven came back and wrote, like, co-wrote the screenplay because it's about previous victims of Freddy, but they have learned to control their dreams, so they actually take the fight to Freddy. Huh. Yeah, so it's a lot better concept rather than look more victims, and he kills people outside of his dreams in this one. Rather than in their dreams, which I yeah. was looking up is not typical for the franchise.
0: Yeah, usually it's like, oh no, a
1: nightmare, and then you're just dead. Oh no, I better get to the, up. Oh, I died. Oh darn. Uh, So, this movie has a certain amount, uh, percentage on Rotten Tomatoes. Aaron, what is the percentage from critics? I'm going to guess 40-ish, probably 35. It's exactly 40, 10 fresh, oh, wow. 15 rotten. What's Damn. the audience score? Uh probably like 20. It's 33. Oh, okay. Yep, based on an average rating of 2.9 out of 5 based on 327 uh 320,791 reviews. Uh there's no metacritic page for this. Um Um yeah, there's not really any really standout reviews for this. Because yeah, I wouldn't expect there to be. Uh, it was only it was nominated for one award total, and it was Best Horror Film by the Saturn Awards, the Academy of Science Fiction, Fantasy, and Horror Films in 1986. Let's right. see what else that the writer and director have done. But while we wait for those to come up, Aaron, we kind of talked about the homoerotic subtext already, so... This movie cost a certain amount of money to make. How much money did it make? Did it cost to make?
0: 69 I no. Um <laughs> I'm going to guess that it cost 10 million less. Really? Cool. Yeah, that makes more sense. Um I don't know. Uh half
1: a mil? Uh 3 million.
0: 3 million. All right.
1: Yeah, and how much did it make?
0: Um, 40 million, maybe.
1: Uh, it made, well, just shy of 30 million. So it made $29,999,213. Sweet. And that's for only playing in 614 theaters. Really? Yeah. Wow. That did not get released. Really? I mean, it did. Oh, and it was released like on on November 1st. So after Halloween, that's an odd choice for. Yeah. That's a bad choice yeah marketing wise but i guess if because it did start production probably early that year yeah so they probably couldn't push it up more than that and i love the poster for this movie it's got uh jesse holding lisa and in a bathroom mirror there's freddie and all these dark images and it says the man of your dreams is back <laughs>
0: that's stupid i like it
1: okay so uh director jack shoulder has also directed um Alone in the Dark, a bunch of TV stuff, Arachnid, the movie in 2001. Oh, boy. An episode of the Tremors TV series and Beeper. And most recently in 2004, uh, 12 Days of Horror, the TV movie. So nothing really of consequence. Um, The writer, the David Chaskin, who wrote the screenplay, Wrote The Curse in 1987, I, Madman, an episode of Monsters, the TV series in 1989, and a movie called Love Hurts. All right. Yeah, so it looks like he did other horror films during that period. So, let's move into trivia. So, in the opening sequence, as I mentioned, the bus driver is Robert Englund without the heavy Freddy Krueger makeup and his signature clothing. Michael J. Fox was actually considered for the role of Jesse Walsh, but was unable to do due to his commitments to Back to the Future and Teen Wolf. Yeah. And Brad Pitt, John Stamos, and Christian Slater all initially auditioned for the role of Jesse. Hmm. And New Line Cinema actually would have gone under if this movie had not, like, uh, been in the black. Because really? they were... Interesting. Heavily indebted at the time, so they very much micromanaged the production. So, if it hadn't made that movie, we would not have gotten movies like uh, Lord of the Rings or other New Line Wow, properties. that's insane. I, I didn't others. know that. Yeah. That's nuts. So, New Line actually originally refused to give Robert England a pay raise for his returning for the sequel and they decided to hire an extra as Freddy at the start of production. But mm-hmm. after two weeks of filming, the studio heads realized that this was a terrible ju- lapse in oh, judgment yeah. and met his demands. Yeah, the, you uh, need him. David Chaskin deliberately wrote the screenplay to contain homoerotic subtext and the director, Jack Shoulder, was completely unaware of it. <laughs> He's just like, I would what you did? not like, know. Like when you're filming that and you're like, all right, we got our shot list. Wait, we got to He's got to be what? What?
0: No, we need a close up of his sweaty ass. Oh, all right. I can can see his tush tush. I can see right through his butthole. Wait, wait, what?
1: (laughs) So this was David Chaskin's uh, first screenwriting debut at 31 years old, who attempted to mix humor into the film. New Line asked for a script, and three days later, he provided 15 pages, which led to him getting the job. After 10 weeks, three drafts and a polished script had been finished. Cheskin believed that a third Elm Street film should be a prequel explain, explain, ugh, explaining Freddie's childhood, but he did not return as a screenwriter. Yeah. Um, it grossed nearly twice as much as the original. Really? Dude, wow. What's up with that song that played at the end? I don't remember. Well, it's like this really like like this really cheery upbeat music. Yeah. As they're about as they're being driven to their deaths. Right. I don't know. I just thought it was an interesting juxtaposition.
0: So um, happy and shit.
1: And the SNM bartender is played by the movie's producer, uh Robert Shea. All right. The one who gives him the beer. And also, Freddy is only in 13 of the 87 minutes that the movie runs, making it the shortest amount of screen time Freddy's ever played on screen. Yeah, he wasn't there very often, honestly. I think he should have been there more. Oh, and finally... Um, star Mark Patton, an openly gay actor who played Jesse in the film has amusingly stated that he sees himself as the first male scream queen due to a combination of factors, including the film's homoerotic subtext. The fact that he was often depicted on screen screaming like a girl. And because he viewed the character as a closeted gay man. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So that is it for our coverage on the catastrophe section of a Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge, which brings us to our last segment. What is on our radar this week? Aaron, what is on your radar this week? Oh, shit. Um, I went and saw
0: Gojira in concert on uh, a couple days, I think three days ago, three, four days ago. And uh, that's the second time seeing them in concert, and they're fucking incredible. If you ever get a chance, even if you don't like metal, like, they're a great entry point. Like, I would recommend Gojira as, like, I don't listen to metal and I think it's this. And I'm like, it's not listen to some Gojira. It's super interesting and different and fantastic. Um, and their live shows are fucking insane. Uh, so that was fantastic. I've also been listening to major Parkinson is going to release. I don't, I don't think I've talked about them on the show before, but major Parkinson is a fantastic band. Um, I think they're Norwegian. I think they're Norwegian. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. Or Danish. I think they're Norwegian. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um they're like a Norwegian rock band. Um normally I don't like rock, but they're just weird and proggy. Uh, they're a bit prog and kind of heavier. They're they're kind of avant-garde. They just do weird shit in their songs and it's fantastic. The the singer sounds a little bit like Serge Tonkin in some songs. Um he's got a really interesting voice. They use a, a just a crazy variety of instruments. Anyway, they're releasing a new album and they put out a new single called Madeline Crumbles. It's really good. Look them up on like Spotify. Take a listen to them. Their debut album, uh, it's self-titled, is fucking incredible. Yeah, as well as uh, Twilight Cinema is also great. Their newest one. Not the, not, the, not the one coming out, but the one that just came out like two years ago. The one in the middle, uh, Solitary Home or whatever it's called. Less good, but it has a lot of good stuff on it. But anyway, yes, that's pretty much it. I've been just painting miniatures a bunch. I haven't been watching much. Miniatures, yeah. So that's what's on my radar.
1: Oh, uh, so for me, I've got two things. First is a person of interest on Netflix. I started, I started watching it a few like two years ago, but it didn't really grab me because I was really into the whole concept of like a surveillance system, kind of like well. One thing that made the show really interesting when I first heard about it was that you got to understand that it came out pre-Snowden. So the fact that it yeah. thought that it was science fiction that the government would have a machine that spied on everybody was like, "Ooh, that's really cool." And then it turned out to be true. Oh boy, Although, it's, it's like that Shia LaBeouf movie, Eagle Eye, but not bad. You mean the one where he t- he plays
0: twins that should both die? Yep. <laughs> that movie wasn't. We sh- we might we might that that would be a good movie to do on this actually.
1: It would be directed that movie's, by movie's DJ Caruso.
0: That that mother that movie's fucking nuts. Anyway, go ahead.
1: <laughs> DJ Caruso, also director of Disturbia, another Shia LaBeouf vehicle, and Disturbia um, the wasn't bad. XXX, was bad. Ca- Triple X: The Return of Xander Cage. Oh boy, I'm excited for that. And also, not a DJ.
0: It turns out. Yeah, no, he actually doesn't do the whole music thing.
1: He's not DJ Tanner, that's for sure. Nope, no, he isn't. Great. Everywhere you look, there's a There's a heart. I know you hold on it's true. True. Everywhere, everywhere you look. look. Yep, that's yep. what DJ Tanner would do: is just remix the Full House theme song. That'd be and um, only the Full House theme. Oh, absolutely. And oh, yeah. uh, the the other thing was the good thing that I watched the, uh, last night was The Shining. For the first time. Oh, you hadn't
0: seen it? Fuck yeah.
1: No, Aaron and I had uh, watched it a few years ago, but I fell asleep uh, right around the part with the first shot of the blood coming out of the hotel, the like elevators. Yeah. So I finally watched it all the way through and I'm like, wow. I'm so confused, but so enthralled. Yeah, it's a super. But yeah, the meticulous nature that Kubrick uses to like construct that film. Is just like the sense of place of the Overlook Hotel is just unlike anything I've ever seen before. So yeah, that's The Shining. If you want a really good October suspense thriller movie to watch, it's really good. Uh, made me really appreciate. Like I, it, I could see because uh, this was like ten years, like eight or nine years before he played the Joker. A lot of the influence, like the shape of his face, looking kind of like that. I don't know, he just has a crazed look in his eyes and can communicate so much with his acting that I could see the kernel of someone watching that and being like, "You know, I could see him playing the Joker." Oh yeah. In in that movie. So and the maze, that maze chase sequence, ooh, I love it. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. That's a great so,
0: movie.
1: That's The Shining. Um which is probably now my new favorite Stephen King adaptation. What not was, the Shawshank what was it Redemption. before?
0: What? What was it before?
1: Uh, the Shawshank Redemption. All right.
0: Mine is still Maximum Overdrive because it's fucking nuts.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, and he did it himself. Hear-
0: Cocaine fueled Sem- trash.
1: <laughs> it- Cannon like soda machine. Poof. <laughs> God, I love that movie. Yeah, no, that's so Aaron. Yeah, go ahead. Do you remember what we're reviewing next time on the Catastrophe section? I don't. Something almighty.
0: Oh, yeah, no, we're doing that. Yeah. Uh Evan Almighty. What's that? <laughs> okay. If I if you don't know, uh there was a movie called Bruce Almighty starring Jim Carrey. It was a, like a religious well, not like a religious movie, but it was like oh, this guy gets to talk to God and all this stuff. I don't remember exactly what it was. He gets God's powers or I don't remember exactly what it was. That movie was, it was okay. It was pretty good. I Even I like it. And I'm super like, eh, God, you silly loons. Uh, <laughs> then they made a sequel about one of the minor characters with um, that, uh, oh God, what's his name? I just forget his fucking name. Steve Carell. Steve Carell? Yeah, Steve Carell. And instead of like getting God's powers or whatever, he just has to be Noah and build a fucking boat. Because fuck you. (laughs) There's not like a reason. But yeah, no, they do that. That's what they do.
1: That's it. Yeah, I can't think of any other films that had a minor character get their own movie. Yeah. Because Pirates of the Caribbean doesn't count because Jack Sparrow is arguably one of the main characters. Whereas Steve Carell is just a guy who, what, can't talk on screen because he's in a relationship with uh, uh, Jim Carrey's new, like, old girlfriend. I don't remember. It's been I a long time since n- I've um, seen it. They're both, like, news people, and he was his um,
0: his rival or some shit. And he's like, fuck oh, you. Okay. I'm going to do better. I think that's what it was.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, whatever. So that's going to be our next time on the Catastrophe Section. Aaron, anything else you want to add before we close out? Uh, go ahead and
0: if you have questions, go ahead and email us at catastrophesection@gmail.com. at gmail.com. I'd say follow us on Twitter, but I don't even look at that, really. But if you want, it's Catastrophe Sect, S-E-C-T. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, all those magical jams. Whatever you want to do, let us let us like, know. Like us on Facebook. Yeah, we got a Facebook page. We got a whole, like, 20 likes. It's pretty great. <laughs> yep, request request episodes, we take those. Yeah, we're always like, I don't know what the fuck to watch. Uh, and then we just, as, we, as I think we've told this on the show before, is our way of choosing movies is basically we'll read off a list of terrible movies, and whoever goes, it's like, yep, yeah, we're doing it, done. Like, that's... <laughs> That's usually it's like, all right, Cameron, what do you want to do? And it's just like, how about this movie? And I'll just be like, fuck. And then he's like, all right, we're doing it. We're done. That chosen, like that is that is our picking progress, kind of. That that's a, that's our process for for picking. Yeah, and we
1: often choose movies like I, for instance, recently chose movie forty three because I know how much Aaron hated it.
0: Yeah, because we already fucking watched it. <laughs> Yay! God, I'm so glad I never have to fucking watch that piece of shit ever fucking Hey, Aaron, want to watch it again? Fuck you. No. No, I don't. It was worth a try. No. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Uh, Fuck that shit. Anyway, outro. It's time for a spooky time of year. Freddy's dead. It's spooky time. It's spooky time. Werewolves Weep. and monsters Weep. and monkeys Weep. and, Weep. and Weep. other Weep. things that are scary Weep. because they're spooky Weep. things. It's Halloween time. You. It's a spooky you better watch time to be out. A spooky they're coming to get you. Spooky, spooky, spooky,
1: spooky, spooky things. Spooky, 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 spooky. Yeah. And a house. Whamp. <laughs>